Today's podcast is pretty pointless. I just wanted to touch on some things that bother me as a strength coach. Some things that uh, eat away at me. E- even though I do really love strength and conditioning as a career, there's some stuff that coaches and players do that drive me absolutely nuts. And I'm sure many other coaches feel the same way. First thing is the idea that a lot of coaches have where they'll say, well, this is what I did growing up, so it must work. I think that's the absolute worst mentality to have, period. Strength and conditioning and baseball research have come such a long way over the past five or 10 years If you're living in the past of 20 years ago even, you're way behind the times. And I think you're doing your players a disservice if all you preach is what you learned when you were a kid or when you were a player. Yes, there are always going to be some things that transcend time. The idea of getting stronger has been around for a very long time. However, research has shown so many better methods of getting stronger and how to get stronger for baseball players and stuff like that, that if you solely rely on what you did back in the 90s, I think you're setting your players up to fail and I think you're really setting your career up to fail as well. Even though most people that coach like this are the dad coaches or just the the schlunk high school coaches that just do it for for shits and giggles really but it's not really something that most serious coaches have but it is a problem that I've seen on a consistent basis I would highly recommend for these people to open up a book or do some research open your mind up to different ideas of training and different methods of learning about how to train Uh, So that way you can make yourself a better coach and help make your players uh, better at baseball and and whatever they're doing. Next thing that drives me nuts as a strength coach is players who are really timid and coaches who have drilled it in kids' heads that weight training is bad for you. I mean, there is no worse mentality to have than a timid mentality as an athlete someone who is afraid that they're going to get hurt. This might hurt my back. This might hurt my shoulder if I do it. This might make me too big and bulky to be a baseball player. What a terrible idea that is to have. If you're afraid of failing and if you're afraid of pushing yourself to a new limit as a player, you're never going to progress as a player on the field. You're never going to progress as a player off the field. You're going to stay the same. And then by the time you're a junior or senior in high school, or a sophomore in college, it's already too late. Everybody else has passed you up because they've been training properly in the weight room for two, three, four years already, and you're trying to play catch up. And typically what'll happen, I'll see this happen all the time with kids, they will skip out on strength training and in hopes that they will you know, grow into their velocity or whatever, BS mindset they have and then junior senior year rolls around they're still only 145 pounds soaking wet and they're starting to get shoulder problems and elbow problems and they're struggling to find playing time out in the field and all of a sudden then they want to start strength training well 
we have to start from the basics because you've never done anything in the weight room before and they begin to get frustrated because they're not making the same type of gains they're not lifting the same type of weight as other players who have been lifting for two or three years and it's uh it, it can become a frustrating process for them but it all started out because of the fear of training properly in the first place and on that same topic out on the baseball field any player that's timid or scared is going to fail you're setting yourself up to fail if you're afraid that you're going to strike out or pop out or whatever it may be and I think any coach that instills fear instead of confidence in their players is really setting uh, their players up to have a bad game, a bad week, a bad season, whatever. On the flip side of that, a problem that I'll see fairly regularly is players who will do too much. They will try to throw more than what is prescribed in a velocity program, or they will run a lot more than what is prescribed, and they'll try to do a bunch of extra running for conditioning, thinking that doing more is better, when in reality, doing more is... Uh, setting them up for a greater risk of injury as well as uh, diminishing their ability to recover. So whatever whatever recovery and gains that they could be getting from their training, they're going to be missing out on a lot of them because they are doing too much and not allowing the body to recover. So if you're on a velocity program and the program tells you to throw... 25 total throws today and 10 or 15 of them are at maximal intent whatever it may be and you go and do another 20 or 30 or 40 on top of them in a stupid bullpen setting because you're trying to work on a stupid pitch like a changeup or something like that and, and, and you're doing that in conjunction with already throwing for your velocity program you're not allowing the body to recover and you're going to set up your arm, your shoulder, or elbow is probably going to get hurt in the long run and you're going to diminish your velocity increases because your arm is going to get sore and then the pain receptors are going to start to go off and say, wait a minute, my arm is sore, I'm not going to throw very hard and then if you try to throw through that pain, it's going to lead to more elbow or shoulder problems. So I, look, I've seen this happen on a consistent basis where kids are stubborn and bullish and they think that they can do more and they think that doing more is going to lead to better results when in reality it's not. The same idea goes with extra conditioning work. I understand that some athletes need to condition. They need to maybe run some long distance sprints or or long distance running, sorry. In my opinion, baseball players should never be doing long distance running. It's a huge waste of time. And if you're trying to do that in conjunction with an off-season lifting program, you're only setting your your body up for uh, misery and less ability to recover. And therefore, you're not going to put on the size and strength necessary to become a better player. Last topic I'm going to touch on today that I will expound more on tomorrow in my podcast is the difference... And, and the lack of understanding of the difference between simply exercising and training to become a better athlete. Far too often, I, I see that coaches have no feel 
for the difference between just moving your body around a bunch just to get tired and training it in such a fashion that is going to help it become stronger, more explosive, and better at baseball. Look, if I just wiggle my body around long enough, I'm going to get tired. If I hop around uh, back and forth long enough, I'm going to get tired. I'm going to work up a sweat. But that doesn't mean that my body has gotten any better at all at something that's applicable to being a great baseball player. And um, just coaches that have absolutely zero feel for strength training that go and and have their players, they'll have their players go through strength training with them and and it turns into a a huge cluster that's just absolute nonsense training. Um, That drives me nuts. Tune in tomorrow. I'll, I'll talk more about that and talk about some ways to help fix problems that you know, may come about from coaches who don't know what they're doing. Thanks. See ya.